Let me not jump straight. Father, brood over your word tonight. Let your word make meaning and make sense. Speak to hearts, not just minds. Speak to spirits and imprint your word on our souls. Even when we are sleeping, brood upon us and expand your word. And let the meaning of your word come alive. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Offering time. You didn't forget. Offering time. Okay. Now, now look at what happens anytime God calls for an offering. Now listen to me carefully. You know that in Grace Army Church, we don't dwell on offering, offering, offering. I dwell on seed sowing. Because the Bible says, as long as the earth remains, we are in the earth realm. Seed, time, and harvest shall never cease. He said, just as heat and cold shall never cease. Now we are in cold times, isn't it? He says, it shall never cease. Likewise, day and night will never cease. And again, I can add some more. Planting time and harvesting time will never cease. So once you are found in the earth realm, know that there is a principle that operates in the earth. And that's what we are talking about. Hallelujah. I spoke about three people who gave offerings in the Bible. I spoke about Noah. Noah is the second. Cain and Abel, they are the first people to ever give God an offering. And I told you that it's not like God does not like vegetables or salad. If you offer God anything, once it is meaningful to him, he will enjoy it. It's the truth. Praise the Lord. The next thing, but, but of course, Abel gave a firstling. A firstling, I told you, means that the fat of everything he owned. So he gave that to God. For example, if he had, uh, let's say, 10 uh, sheep or let's say goats, right? And the, let's say five were female and they gave birth. He would choose the firstborn of all the five. That's what we call the firstling. And the firstborn of all the five are most of the time the fat ones. So he gave to God. Now the second person was Noah. And I showed you how Noah's offering held the judgment of the earth. The Bible says, <laughs> Noah came out to, nobody said to Noah, once Noah landed on Ararat, the mountain of rest, and he saw that finally rest has come to the earth, he picked of every clean animal and every clean bed, and he built an altar and sacrificed on it for God as an offering. And when the, the Lord smelt the, the offering, he said, from today, I swear. Nobody has God to swear. In fact, God says, don't swear by anything. He says, if you swear by heavens, that is where his throne is. If you swear by the earth, that is where he feeds, his feet are. So as you are sitting here, some of you, you've been, God has been lifting his feet so that you don't die. They are just there, by the way. Now, so in saying that, we see that God himself swore that in blessing, I will bless. And what does he mean? It was the time that God established the covenant of peace between him and man. Praise the Lord. It was the time that God established the covenant of peace. That is the time that God said that if you fall on me, I'll give you peace of mind. There are a lot of people who don't have peace of mind because they don't know that that one too was a covenant. Okay, putting it aside. Let's move on to the third person. The third person was Abraham. Abraham, he didn't want to give up. God required of him. Did you hear that one? God required. Genesis 22. God required of him. He said, take thy son, thy only son. We read from verse 2 to verse 5. Genesis 22 from verse 2 to verse 5. He said, take thy son, thy only son. Then he said, take now thy son, thy, thine only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him therefore a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. So the Lord was going to eat kebab. 
but it was human kebab. Hey, it's a serious thing. Tonight, as we continue, I want to give you 10 things that offerings will do for you. 10 things that offering will do for you. There are times where people give offering and they don't know what they have done, but they have stretched forth their hands spiritually into generations yet to be born. And whether they like it or not, their descendants will be rich. They didn't hear that one. It is the truth. It is the truth. I'll show you from scripture. Okay. Whom thou lovest. And get thee. Okay, next verse. Next verse. And Abraham rose up early. You see, people who are who understand that God has given them an instruction, they rise early to do it. God said, do something to you. No, when you hear, early, do it. Hallelujah. He said, early in the morning, and saddled his ass, which is a donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood to the burnt, the burnt offerings, and rose up, and went unto the place of which God had told him next. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his son, unto his young man, You stay here, abide here with the ass, with the donkey. I and the lad, which is my son, Isaac, right, will go yonder and worship and come again to you. Look, the man, he was told that go and offer your son. So in his mind, he knew that he was going to give God chichinga, burnt offering. It was not just an offering, it was supposed to be burnt. You know that when you kill somebody, it is lying there something you can see the thing that is there but this one they say after you kill it burn it a lot of us our offerings are still in our hands we can see it you know like a, a small boy says oh mommy i bought you chocolate and you are happy as a mommy and then the boy will give you the chocolate go and come and ask is the chocolate there mommy have you eaten the chocolate do you like the chocolate you say yes it's okay i was just asking no the small boy was, is actually, his heart is still after it. That's why he's asking. Do you understand what I mean? But this one, God says that give. After you kill it, burn it. It is the total giving of all that you have to God. And don't forget, he said, thy son, thy only son, the son whom you love. Do you understand? Next verse. So he says, we'll go and come back. Let me quickly say this. Go to verse 4. Let me show you something. Okay, let's do verse 5. Verse 5. The word is actually in verse 5. Let's look at the... And I and the lad will go yonder and do what? What word did he use? So, uh, there's a revelation here. Offering is what? <laughs> offering is what? Oh, can we say it together? Say, offering is worship. Offering is worship. Now, anytime you are worshipping somebody and somebody has to force you to worship, you are not worshipping. Imagine if you go into a place. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Today, today, I accept you, I accept you. And you are laughing. <laughs> you know, your heart of heart is not following, right? But look at what he says. He says, we go to worship and come back. You see, the language of faith speaks this way. He says, I'm going to kill my son in his head. But he tells his servant, we are going, we'll be back with the son. Oh, it's a beautiful thing, I tell you. So, offering is worship. Anytime you take out your 10 city, you take out your 2 city, your 5 city, even your 100,000 Ghana city, 
Let me go deeper and talk about your one million Ghana city and your one million dollars and all the one million pounds you wish to give to God. Know that it is worship. And once you are giving worship to God, nobody must coerce you. You cannot force it. No. You must freely do what? Give to God. That is how it is. Praise the Lord. Next verse now. And Abraham. This is where I begin to draw what I want to tell you tonight. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offerings and laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took him, he took the fire in his hand and a knife. So, look at the picture. One hand, fire. Another hand, knife. <laughs> He's about to do the thing. This is... Now listen to me carefully. The Lord gave him the only thing he ever cherished in his life. And then the Lord makes a request of the only thing he ever loved in his life. What was God proving here? Is it the love you have for me or the love you have for the thing I gave you? Are you here with me? Is it the love you have for me or the love you have for the thing I gave you? You see, when you understand God's hand of giving, you don't withhold whatever you call your best from him. From him. Because you know that your best can always be his starting point. I'm talking about offerings here. Your so-called best can actually be his beginning point for you. There's no, we've not seen a first trillionaire yet, right? Right? But nations count money. Some count debts in trillions. You know them. Do you understand what is happening? You understand? Some too, they count profits in trillions as nations, not as individuals. So we are yet to see the first trillionaire. Why are you holding on to the thousands when the man who made all things can actually make you a billionaire or a trillionaire? Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, Okay, let's look at something carefully. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offerings and laid it upon Isaac, his son, or the swan. And he took the fire in his hand and the knife. And they went both of them together. Continue. Let me quickly say this. Abraham and his son, they were climbing the mountain. At that time, remember that Isaac was how many years old? He was around 17 years old. Abraham was 75 when the Lord told him about the promise of giving him a son. After 25 years, the son came. So how many years is that? 100 years. Now the son has come. The son is 17 years old. Okabos, we are saying 117. And a 117 year old man is climbing the mountain. You, your grandmother, how old is she? Okay, I won't go far. Your grandma is too far. Me, my grandma. She, oh, my knee, my knee, my knee. Consider. The, you, notice, you notice that anytime you have to give to God something that he whispers to your heart, even to take the first step, you notice that, hey, 
way to hope. Am I talking to the church here? I'm saying this to, for you to come to that place. You see, the time he spoke, and the time you agreed, and the time you took the first step, it is all part of the sacrifice. It is all part of the offering. Because there's always a battle. Did you really hear God? Ah, you mean you are going to do this? It is God who said it. Are you sure? But at that time, don't forget you have a conviction in your heart that I have to do this for God. Now listen, don't forget, I'm talking about two things here. Not just an offering that comes willingly from you to the Lord. But this one, it is a demanded offering from you to Him. Now, as Abraham was climbing the mountain, he didn't know that he was climbing the mountain to meet his greatest blessing of all. Offering time. Offering time. Offering time. So anytime we talk about offering and you begin to set your heart to give, you are climbing the mountain of promotion. If, if it is finance, you are climbing the mountain of financial promotion. I told you last time, offering is not always manual. Hello? Can I tell you something about Ghana? I don't want to digress, but I feel like I should take. The reason why Ghana we will suffer for a long time, I'm not prophesying. I'm telling you the, the naked truth is that the ones who were old did not think of offering something for the young. And the young ones are there observing the ones who are up there and they don't they forget that they will also break down and not be able to carry themselves so the ones who are down are also not sowing seeds for them they are not giving any offering for the people above so look at it is a cyclic thing it will come it will come until one generation rise up and say it doesn't matter what has been done we will sacrifice we will offer something for the generations yet to be born if not ghana will remain poor not because God made us poor, no. But because men don't understand that whatever I do for you, I've done for myself. Do you love your children? You wish that you build a company for them. But you've forgotten that where you work, it is somebody who built the company. And you're not ready to die for the company, work for the company. Don't worry. Your son will come. By the time your son comes, not company will into you, you spoiled the company before your son came. So when your son comes, you'll be unemployed. It is called offering. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Whatever you find your hands to do, don't think about yourself and think about your generation alone. Always think about those coming. Think, think about those who have been ahead of you. When you keep doing that, that's why some people, they look at me, they say, Pastor dear, he's a fool, oh. And I laugh because to you, you think that pastor is generous, but he is naive. Pastor, they say, Pastor, no. Most of the time, we are setting stages for ourselves ahead. At the same time, we are preparing a stage for our children so that when they come, they will have a place to stand. Enough of Ghana. Let's continue. And Isaac spake unto Abraham, his father. So, point number one. That's what I said. Point number one. Every offering is an opportunity to be promoted. Point number one. Every offering. I didn't say Samuel. Did you hear what I said? Tonight we take offering, right? That time of offering. When it's about to, when it's about for you to give, right? 
it is that time that God is ready to promote you. Point number two. Let's read verse 7 to verse 8. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold, there's like local conversation. Behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamp for a burnt offering? Verse 8. <laughs> Papa, you walk you walk in good. Where the good day? <laughs> and Abraham said, My son. God will provide another revelation pulled from his spirit on our way. Did you hear what I said? I said, the Lord is using Abraham to speak to us and Abraham doesn't know. That's why the Bible says, look unto your father Abraham. Some of you don't have fathers, spiritual fathers. Even God says that look to your, unto your father Abraham. I've said it all. So I come to that one. I have a sermon for that to preach. It's there. It's coming. And Abraham said, my son, God will provide for himself a lamp for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. Now listen to what the Lord inspired me to write. When you really want to give to God, God will provide an offering that fits him. <laughs> Did you hear? You want to give to God. You want to do something for God. You really want to give your life for God. God will make the energy available. God will make the time available. God will make the circumstance available. Can I talk to you something? Now, I was in school when I joined intercessory department. And I was working at the same time. Did you hear what I said? Was in school and I was working. And I need prayer department in my church that time. It was Tuesdays, 5 to 9 p.m. <laughs> Did you hear it? I didn't say 7 to 8 30. <laughs> I said, start one time. Five. You will see managing directors park their car to pray for souls. They come in. And then on Saturdays, we start from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then on Sunday morning, 6 o'clock to 10 a.m. We, we, we don't know first service. <laughs> we pray from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. I saw the routine. I was growing. Then I said, Lord, help me. I need to do this. I want to do it. I want to grow in you. Guess what? Then I went to my boss. I said, boss. I prayed actually. I said, Lord, make way for me in, before my boss. Let him give me special preference. So I said, boss, me, I would like to come to work as early as 6 a.m. And he said, oh no, 6 is too early. Come at 7. I said, but I'll close between 3.30 and 4. He looked at me and said, why should I do that for you? Who are you? Why are you special? And I said, oh, you see, I have some meetings that I've been doing in church and those things. He said, if church go. This is a guy who doesn't go to church. One day, I closed at 3.30 and I was going, he looked at me and I said, I don't know why I agreed. <laughs> if you really want to give to God I say if you really really want to give to God he will provide the means for you to give to him so what did he say he said the Lord will do what provide himself a lamb a burnt offering if you have the desire forget it the Lord will give you the means now there's nobody in this room who doesn't have anything to give to God even my son Asida, if you, 
if he wants to give to God tomorrow, let's say I want to give God two CD, he will find ways and means of giving to God. It is true. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Point number three. Let's go to, let's start reading from verse 10 to verse 12. Let's go. Okay, let's, let's continue from verse 9. Let's start from verse 9 so that it will be seamless. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood on in order <laughs> and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. I don't know what happened there, but I think that the young boy is very, very weak. Or the man is super strong. I don't know. How did the 70-year-old, <laughs> you, you tie a 70-year-old, I mean... You understand what I'm saying? So either someone is too strong or someone is just too weak. But either ways, there was a binding and there was a setting on the wood. <laughs> Next verse. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son, to kill his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven. Out of where? Oh, out of where? And said, Abraham, Abraham, because if he had called him once, he wouldn't have heard it. It is said that when you call a woman once, she hears. But if you call man twice before he hears, that's why if you if you check the scriptures, Moses, Moses, Abraham, even Adam, Adam, he has to call them twice before they can understand. Oh, well, that's just by the way. So, <laughs> an angel of the Lord called unto him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. Here am I. <laughs> and he said, lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God. It means God didn't know a long time. He knows. Seeing that, it was a test. Seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son. Now listen to me carefully. Point number three. Offering times show that you have respect and honor for God. It is offering time that shows it. You have respect and honor for God. Imagine if this guy didn't have respect for God. Uncle Kwede, what is he going to do? Offering. Uh -huh. Oh no, it's a demon talking. It's a demon talking. Lord, I pray for Jiwagon, sir. Jiwagon, guys, I should give it to you. No, it's a demon. It's a demon. Kai, demon. I bind. I bind you, you demon. <laughs> Hallelujah, here, somebody. So, you see a certain thing with offerings. So, I told you, there are two kinds of offerings. Offerings that you yourself want to give to God, number one. Number two, and offerings that God impress on your heart for you to give. So, this is what I said. You take me back to verse 11. So, this is what it says. Offering times show that you have respect. He said, now I know. I know. I know. Now I know that thou fearest me. The word fear there is not to be afraid, but respect. It is called reverential fear. It is to honor. Do you understand? Verse 11. Let me see verse 11. And the angel of the Lord called unto him from heaven. It is offering times that you have angelic operations. Can I go here? Now look at something. You are sowing seeds. Who are you giving to? A spiritual God, right? 
the bible says god is a spirit and those who worship him must know that he exists in the spirit and in truth so if you want to you must contact him in the spirit and in truth so look at what happens you are going around and giving to god maybe you you come you dance dance dance, dance. then you put it in an offering bowl here immediately you have not contacted man you have contacted the heart of god so immediately angels the bible says that they are called to serve those who inherit salvation those who are born again so immediately as you give to god something happens the angels are on course to make sure that everything you have given comes back to you why because the bible says that offering times are seed times and once there it is a spiritual seed that is sown it takes a spiritual reality or a spiritual being to over oversee that seed and make sure that it, it comes to pass as an harvest as a harvest do you understand so in this case whilst you give to god spiritually the angels who are spiritual beings they go to work they say somebody has given an offering we must make sure that this person sees multiplication this seed cannot die spiritually no it must bring back a harvest because it is a testimony at play hallelujah let's continue verse 12 again look at verse 12 and he said lay not thy hand upon neither do any thing unto him for now i know anytime you're about to give offerings you begin to determine the extent to which you can give to god you remember when I told you that we, we all used to give, when we started being, we used to give two CD, five CD, two CD, five CD, two CD, five CD. Those days we come, we finish church offering, everything is 36 CD, 37 CD. Full household. <laughs> the Lord told me, change your offering. <laughs> that time you can't give 10 CD. <laughs> you give 10 CD like this. <laughs> you begin to think of the week. The Bible says, the just shall live by their faith. I gave the 10 CD. I see that the, the temperature of the offering increased. I changed the temperature. I go 20. Then he changed again. I changed the temperature. He said 30. He, he increased. Then now he said, stop the 20, 30, 10, 10. Enter 50. I say, hey, God, oh God. <laughs> Offerings determine the extent to which you can dive into God. Anytime you give God your offerings, you are not giving to man. Don't get it wrong. You are not giving to man. You are giving it to God directly. Permit me to say that you are giving it to God because you are a spiritual being. One of the ways God designed that we should contact Him spiritually is through our offerings. Daddy, Daddy John shared a testimony. He said there was a, he was homeless. Time ago, and then he he needed a house, and then a man gave him a house, so he lived in the house, and then he prayed for the guy, and he gave them a word. Then the, the man, years later, seven years later, the man came to that job to thank him. He said, "Why did you come?" To? He said, "Thank you that you took the house when I gave it to you." He said, "Now I have over seventy houses, and I know the guy personally." seven years 70 houses seven years 70 houses you see offerings are, are dimensions to you can dive and take in the realms of the spirit oh charlie you know first when you get dollar your eye will be 10 10 10 10 10 
don't know what to go do your life. I said, hey, can I give dollars? You know, you know, when you are sitting there, sometimes you have to challenge yourself. So you know what I said? I said, Lord, I've never given you a thousand Ghana before. Help me. In three months, I want to give you a thousand Ghana. Then I gave the Lord a thousand Ghana city. Then the thing changed. I said, oh, <laughs> the thing works. I said, now, I'm looking for a thousand Ghana, a thousand dollar seed to give. Guess what? It be so good they do. It be so. I'm talking to you about seed sowing. I'm talking to you about offerings. Anytime you are offering to God, you are showing God your honor, not your substance. After all, he said the cattle upon the thousand hills are his. He said, ask of him. So if it belongs to a certain Baba somewhere, he's only a caretaker. The day the Lord say you give it to this man, he can't do anything. You didn't hear Bishop David Oyelowo's testimony. They needed a place for Bible school. Everywhere they went, they didn't get. Say, go and ask somebody if he can rent his place. He got to the place. The man was standing in front. A Muslim, I asked him, eh, "Is this house for rent?" He said, "What do you need it for?" He said, "Bible school." He said, "If it's for Bible school, it's for free." Muslim, Muslim. I didn't say Christian. I said Muslim. You see, you have to understand. In offerings, we are talking about spiritual things with God. If we can understand it this way, my offering will never be... And I'll get there. <laughs> okay, let's do... I said offering times reveal to what extent you can give to God, right? Will you be able to give God your only or your very best? Hallelujah. It is only in the church that we dash cars oh. Hello. Look, look at something. Some some guy be he wanted to do business. And then he went to a certain rich man. He said, Be my godfather. And the guy said, hey. He said, Go and buy the most expensive team in your life and bring it to me. And the guy went out. The guy was broke like something. You won't believe what he bought. Should I tell you? He bought papaya. You see, you are laughing. It means you can do better. He bought papaya in the park. And then he held it. <laughs> you know. So when he got to the place, the man, he, the man let him in. He sat down. And the man opened the teeth. It was papaya. Then he asked him, have you eaten salt before? He said, no. He said, you've never tasted it. He said, no. He said, from today, you begin to taste it. He said, okay. Then the man, rich man as he is, he opened the papaya and ate all. When he finished, then it was said that he gave him those days, he gave him 10 million CDs. When he gave him the 10 million CDs and he told him, Today, use 9 million for your business, use 100,000 for your clothes, and go and buy a papaya and eat. What was the man doing? He was pulling him into the realms where he can give his best. A lot of people can't give their best because they don't know what happens after. It is fear that will tell you, hey. You go die, you. You are giving, eh? Hey. You people, you have faith, oh. Have you heard people say that one? You hear what you have, stones. <laughs> See, put your hand on your chest. Say, say, I have, I have believe. Hey, look at my face, I say it well. Say, I have believe. Don't say it like a gentleman or somebody who has been to school. Put your hand again. Say, I have believe. 
take your money in your room. The money can't do anything. You say, Lord, I want to change my business. This week, this is all the profit. Take it. You say, God, God will say, ah, this woman, this man. You won't spoil me. You won't spoil me. Be because you see, God is always gracious in places where you, you say, it is either you or nobody. Hallelujah. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son from me. Point number ahead. Number four. Oftentimes relieves the extent, reveals the extent to which you can give to God. Okay. Let's go to verse 13. I think I'll stop at point number five so we can pray. Hallelujah. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a ticket by, you see, Kolesagada Barubeda. When the Lord is blessing you, the blessing is always behind you, but you never see it. What does he mean behind? He didn't say afar off. Did Abraham go there looking for a sheep or a ram? Because the ram was his son. How can you go looking for a ram already? Behold, behind him a ram caught in the ticket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Instead of his son. And this is what I wrote. Point number five. When you have a good heart to offer to God he will provide what really pleases him and makes him happy for you to give to him did you hear what I said mama if you want to give to God eh, and you even don't have it and your heart really wants to give to you God will give you the seed so that you will be able to sow it to him so that he can bring you a harvest the Bible says that he gives seed to the sower and gives bread to the eater. Don't eat your seed as bread. They are meant to be sown. Know the difference between bread and the difference between seed. Hallelujah. Rise up to your feet with me. Have you learned something tonight? Repeat it when you have a good heart to offer to God he will provide what he really pleases him and makes him happy for you to give to him Bala, Bala. 